For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Welcome to the Roma Press Podcast with John Solano and Andy Mattioli. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Roma Press Podcast. We hope you are doing just as well as you had to have been last night. Christian Valpato pulling one out of the bag for Roma to give them a 2-1 to lead late before the man, the myth, the legend, Stefan El Shadawi, scoring what has to be the most Stefan El Shadawi goal possible. Andy, that guy never scores like Tappens. It's never, you know, the easy, uh, you know, like a, a, a poacher's goal, like the like a Pippo and Zaghi goal. No, this guy is either doing like a curler or like yesterday, he's dinking it over the goalkeeper. I said in my... Yes. In my post-match reaction, and this just hit me, and I don't know if it's fair or not, and I'm only speaking of an on-the-field or an on-the-pitch sense. So don't... This can... this. In, this comparison probably insinuates, well, not probably, it does insinuate multiple things. He's like the Italian Robinho. You remember him for uh, uh, when he was at Milan? He had, I think, one good season at Milan. He would, he, he never, ever, ever, I guess Pato is kind of like this in a way too, never scored very straightforward goals. It, it was always like some... A technically gifted, brilliant finish. Also, just players who don't you don't you don't particularly uh, remember for their whole body of work. You just remember <laughs> them for certain moments. You know, like Pato with his right. goal against uh, Barcelona. You, you right. think of El Shirawi, You think goal. of his goal with Chelsea, and you Chelsea, think of his yeah. winning goal last season with uh, Sassuolo. Sassuolo. That's that's a very unorthodox finish at the at the death. To, to get you a win. And the last night, same, just the, the way he chooses that nobody else would do it. Nobody else. Everybody else would just try to, you know, to get it over the keeper or just shoot straight at the keeper. But El Shirawi in like a millisecond just creates something out of nothing. Um, and, uh, and, and that's always with El Shirawi, it's what makes you believe in him. Like, you, you, you know, you would... Your sense, your good sense would normally tell you, okay, this is a guy who's 30 years old. You know him. You know what he can offer. You're like, okay, just bring somebody else. Or maybe he's not the go-to guy anymore. And then he has these moments where he's just there. And he's there Mm. at the right time. He makes the right choice, you know, once in a long, long while. But that right choice makes the world of difference. And... uh, and um and so yeah, yesterday was I think that 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 case of I mean how many times is Nemanja Matic gonna going to do that run 
at that right. point well, in that's time the more amazing the game, thing. Yeah. yeah. Get that pass <laughs> off and have Christian right. Volpato of all players have Christian Volpato in that situation take a shot first touch from that position. Now, I I don't know. I don't know what the odds are of that happening ever ever again, but I assume they're not very high. Um you know, this is it's a it's a it's a it's a weird moment. It's a, maybe it's also the nice a nice game that highlights uh, the the potential to have Nemanja Matic sort of grow into that role of the you know of the old uncle who comes on you know to to give the team a boost to to help them along you know rather than start rather than have him you know out there battling and getting crushed by the opposition because after 60 minutes he's dying. Um, have him come off the bench and, you know, teach the youngins something. And uh, Well, if he can pull an action like that out of his oh, backside, man. I mean, that was unbelievable. I was about to say, like, <laughs> you know, not that I watch much of him uh, in the Premier League. I don't watch much Premier League to begin with, but. I would venture to guess it's been at least a full decade before he pulled an action like that uh, out of the bag. Yeah, probably something I'm, like no, but probably something from his days at Chelsea. So yeah, I mean, close to a decade. Um, but it's uh, it's it's yeah, it's it looks like it, it looked like you know it looked like one of those NBA veterans. Just you know, like you know, either Carmelo right. Anthony or Andre Gudala, who have those moments where you know, in a night of like maybe five points, they just have that one piece of action that you're like, "Wow, is it 2004? It, are we listening to Pimpsey and Eminem? Is it is it is it happening? Is it really happening?" And it's yeah, it's it's happening. And last night, uh, Matic does the most unmatic thing we've seen so from so far from him. He drives the action. He he goes wide, which he dribbles. He holds the ball. He has he has does a fake like it just the the defender slides over like he's on roller skates or something, and he in a he has a full second to just assess the situation. He looks right. into the box, right. sees that. Nobody's in a convincing position. He has Tammy Abraham, he has Belotti, he has Shomurod of there. No, he goes for Christian Volpato of all players. And um, I think that's, first of all, that's a great storyline because Nemanja Matic in preseason, he was like, I'm keeping my eye out on uh, on Christian Volpato. Yeah, um, what's the age difference there too, by the way? What is it, 18, seven, uh, 17, 17? <laughs> no, he's... Uh, I, I mean, yeah, it's insane, 30, man. 35, 35 and 18, yeah. So 17, uh, poof. Yeah. Could he, be his father. Could be his father, yeah. Could be his father had he been born in uh, somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, it's so it's a, it was a great storyline moment because it sort of comes full circle. But also, it's just it 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 was Roma needed it. Roma needed yes, not only yes. not only the goal, but just the way it happened. They needed that at the eighty eighth minute. They needed that to happen there and then. It had to happen that way. That's 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 the boost that they needed after a game. A typical Bintigodi game where you're play, playing so against typical. a side that is down to 10 men. They're they're struggling. They haven't won in like seven games. They suck. 
They it's, do suck. The, they the, do suck. The, the, the place is awful. You're having a nightmare time. You've been in Helsinki less than 72 hours ago. And your star and, striker is missing an open goal and yeah, going he hits through the what woodwork, has to be hits, the living hell for a number it's nine. It's the woodwork twice. It's the woodwork twice. You have everybody out there. You have Shomurodov. You have Belotti. Everybody's trying everything and, and nothing's working. And then all of a sudden, there it is. First touch from outside the box. Beautiful curler. It goes into the back of the net, and that's your that's your match right there. And and Roman needed it. I think this was that way is so much more effective than if you you know if you grab an early goal lead in the first half and then you spend the rest of the 60, 70 minutes just wrestling with Verona. This this is liberating, you know. It's it it so on one hand you think to yourself, well, they were playing against Verona. I mean, the, the, one of the bottom teams in Serie A, awful, awful, awful team. And and they were down to 10 men, and Roma really still struggled suck. to score. <laughs> they suck. And oh, so man, on one end, you're suck. like, what's happening? You think to yourself, well, well so what's the, what's the, what, what good can we take away from this match? But those final two goals that give you that feeling of just uplifting feeling of liberation finally if the sky finally opens you know it's like moses uh with the sea it it happens and it works and you forget about the fact that you are playing against the verona side with 10 men you don't care you're fourth in the league you get three points. You leave Bentegodi. You don't have to go to their crappy toilets anymore. You can go home. You pack your bags. You go back to the capital. You go back to civilized uh, uh, planet. And it's it's wonderful. Oof. And you're in a good position. No, mind you, Verona is a beautiful city. Just the no, Bentegodi. No, is, no, no. Come no. on. No, come on. John. Civilized is the perfect way to John. do it. John. I'm glad you added civilized to that. John. You go no, outside no, that no. stadium. I can't imagine. Can, see, every time, you know, every time. No, please. Every time I go back. Again, oh, I, I, I either fly into uh, Venezia or Varona I shouldn't have said because anything. I live literally in between the two, uh, <laughs> the, 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 the two airports. Every time I fly into Verona, I think to myself, what is the first thought of a guy like Nemanja Matic who spent the previous decade playing in at Premier Old Trafford. League at Old Trafford <laughs> and then before Bridge. that, Stamford, <laughs> yeah, Stamford Bridge, and he's playing in just these historic, beautiful, while old, certainly more modern stadiums. And then he steps foot into the Bentagone. I am always fascinated and would love to know what the first thought to come across his mind is very quietly. (laughs) Because, you know, obviously he doesn't say it out loud. No, no. But I, I just can't imagine like the, the the look upon his face when he walks into the stadium and he sees chunks of uh, uh, cement and rock falling out uh, of like the uh, the base of the stadium thinking to himself wow am i going to die here this evening because it is <laughs> am possible I when catch you catch go- cancer from the asbestos in the <laughs> in the locker room <laughs> well you know some of the things inside that stadium the asbestos probably is the, the least, the of least your concerning yes. yeah well i mean <laughs> same thing with the franchi man i mean you you step foot in that um, you take one bad step. If you're, you know, two two larger individuals are going into the same direction, we don't know what we could be 
I'm facing. It could be a natural disaster. But anyway, see, we just did. We just did again that. We well, just did I, it. you know, we just I've did been it again. To... We, I think people are gonna soon ask us to publish like a guidebook uh, of places <laughs> yeah. not to visit yeah. in Italy from a footballing standpoint. And um, and John will. Well, there's three. There's happily... maybe two or three stadiums that are worth visiting. <laughs> for being honest, but anyway, so so. Yeah, the Volpato thing is unbelievable. It always seems like to that Roma, there's always like a young player who uh, shows up against one of the Ver- uh, Verona sides. Maybe it's just me, but uh, you know, every time I think of like a youngster having their coming mm. out party, I always think of like Hellas Verona, Kiev of Verona. Kiev of um, Verona, who was it? I mean, I. Oh, I don't know. Uh, no, what, was it, wait, wait, maybe, wasn't it maybe Verde it was... who had that goal? That weird left-footed uh, volley? Uh, maybe I could be wrong. Yeah, yeah. then there was that moment where Under was the guy that was like eight, 19 or oh, something. right, where he had that long goal. Yes. Those. Yeah, and um, yeah, and last season it was with Verona. It was Bove and, and, and Volpato, so... Um, but yeah, it, but, it, but it, it speaks to something. Now, mind you, last season we had... Uh, a similar game with Genoa where Felix just pulls out of right. it, his backside two absolute stunning goals. and um, Similar circumstances too. I think Genoa were down to 10 men in that one, if I'm uh, not mistaken. No. Or maybe no, it was no. Roma. I, I don't remember exactly, but the feeling was, oh, here's this kid because Jose it's also Mourinho the last time throwing- he's played. All kinds of solutions, and uh, and and Roma were desperate for a result, and all of a sudden, this kid out of nowhere, you know, obviously Volpato doesn't come out of nowhere. Again, he scored last season. He's made a few appearances for for the Gialorossi. He was he played in Helsinki from the start, so fantastic, great. But um, but this was as 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 Mourinho said in his post match comments, you you needed the the, the imagination of a kid out there to solve that game because everybody else was overthinking it. Everybody from El Sharawi to Belotti to Shomurodov to Abraham, everybody was just too caught up once again. And you needed the kid to take a random shot, first touch from outside the box to give you the go-ahead goal. Now, that again, that can be a worrying aspect, but it can also be interpreted as very encouraging moment. The fact it was a bouncer, too, just makes it all the more better, in my opinion. Um, it's not as if that was a, 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 a missile, you know, going, <laughs> going no, past my no, people. No, not at all. But it was kind of like darts, where he just, man, he got it on the bullseye. Uh, you could not have placed that any better if you uh, were able to throw it in with your hands. I mean, it, it was a perfect shot. I think Jose Mourinho's reaction right after, I don't know if you saw it, uh, one of the one of uh, the traveling supporters, they, they posted Jose Mourinho's reaction to the goal and how ecstatic, and he is going nuts on the sidelines. And you said it perfectly there, I think, how everybody was kind of just overthinking in that Roma, they needed that. It. it I, I don't know about you because... I'd be hard-pressed to think of clubs over the last two, three, four seasons who have had more results at the death than Roma. I mean, I'm just trying to think of the last couple of years. You already said Sassuolo, Genoa, Felix won that in the in the final minutes as well. I mean, there's so many times. But this one, 
it really did feel like a massive uh, weight, a massive burden kind of came, uh, somewhat came off of their shoulders. And, and I think a lot of it has to do with the things that you were saying. Not only were they overthinking, but Tammy Abraham, I think we have reached the point, and I do think it is worth asking if he committed some grave sin in a previous life. This poor guy, Andy, I, maybe, it maybe it is a World Cup. Maybe it is. He feels the pressure of having to, to, to overperform. And when it happens where in one match you don't score, it kind of rolls downhill into the next one and to the next one and so on and so forth. And maybe he has just reached the point where it has become just this this nonstop thought within his mind where it is just blocking him from scoring something that you would expect 99.9% of strikers with his quality to score. I I think that miss yesterday of him really did embody the type of moment that he's having. And I, I, I do feel bad for him because I thought yesterday, how many times did he hit the post? No, Once twice, or twice, 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 twice. twice. Okay, so twice. he hits the post twice. On that big miss and then on Zaniolo's goal. That comes off. Right, right. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Now, my complaint with him was that um, I thought he was not getting involved um, in any other ways like he was last season. However, I thought yesterday, he did, re- he did really well yesterday. I know there's, when you miss twice like that, it's easy to disagree and say, well, he didn't score. But I, I, I thought he was much more involved and engaged yesterday for the first time in what seemed like, uh, I mean, a month. Even though he did score in the Europa League, I still felt like this was the first time where he truly had a match where he, he wasn't simply fixated on scoring a goal. Now, of course, the fact that he came so close to scoring multiple times, you just feel so much worse for him. Um, but I, I still thought it was encouraging. But it's almost like all of the good almost disappears for many people when he doesn't hit, uh, find the back of the net. And and for him personally, too. I mean, that's really what he's going to judge himself on ultimately at the end of the evening is did he score or not? And the fact that he missed, I mean, two golden opportunities just makes him all the more difficult for him. Um, so I feel very bad for him. I think you have to keep playing him. There is... No reason, in my opinion, that you sit him. Um, however, I felt great. So while I felt bad for him, obviously felt good for Valpato. I felt great for Zaniolo, man. I mean, yes, Tammy Abraham needs a goal. But wow, if there was somebody second in line who needed a goal, it was him. And I thought he pro- he played phenomenal. I thought he was sensational. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it always um, it always strikes me very. It's uh, it, both players are are going through a very uh, strange moment. Obviously, Zaniolo, it's a huge weight off his shoulders. You know, it's obviously the 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 goal. It, you look at it; it's it's just you know all, you know 
it's right there for him to take and very difficult to miss in that position, even more difficult than the one that Abraham missed. Fine, but um, um, but it, it surely means something to him, especially that was just this anticipation leading up to it and, and the whole when is it going to happen? When is he going to score his first Serie A goal of the season? When, when, when? Finally, it happens. So, um, but both players are going through these difficult moments. Both players are 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 constantly under the the spotlight, and you know, are they are now the subject of criticism. Whereas before, it may have been Cristante or Pellegrini. Now it's them because for them it's easy because it's for them it's it's goals. Goals need to do the talking for them, right? And so. Um, there is that question: When? When is Tammy Abraham going to to find his form? Well, right. This was supposed to be a second season. Usually, in the second season, players are more comfortable. They 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 already know the manager. They already know what he wants from them. And instead, we get a Tammy Abraham that looks kind of rattled at times. And uh, you don't want that. Uh, the, the 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 number one thing is keep playing them. Keep playing them, and Jose Mourinho knows it. I mean, he, the way he encourages Zaniolo, nobody else would encourage him that way. And a lot of his fans are taking um, that to uh, very yeah, personally. Right. That all of a sudden, this man, this man who was always very tough and very demanding, and you know the the great stories of his career involved, you know, great players having uh, tense relationships with him where he would be, you know, where he would uh, have them benched for a long time in order for to to make them realize what they're missing and blah, blah, blah. And instead he's out there and he's just throwing Zaniola out there for him to keep playing, keep playing, keep, keep trying to score, keep doing his thing. Whenever he gets a chance, he speaks highly of him. Tammy Abraham, it's a bit of a different relationship. He doesn't talk to him, about him too much because he knows that that, that it's a, it's a different kind of player, different kind of mentality. But both clearly are having certain problems. Um, I think the the important thing is is for them to keep working while at the same time working for the team, not for themselves. I thought that yesterday, you know, both did the both did exactly that. So. Even though things may not have been going their way, I thought Zaniolo had a better performance than than Tammy. But at the core of it, the 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 idea, the motivation was the same: was to help the team rather than yourself first. That's that's the that's the thing. I thought Zaniolo had had really very strong moments. Uh, where and 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 he's a different player. He's a he's a player who who. You can see the opponent is afraid of him. You, I don't care what Mourinista one ninety eighty two uh, says from Port Harcourt in Nigeria. I don't care. Um, this is a player who th- there is an aura about him, and opponents are afraid of him. You he he can go. I don't care. He can go two hundred eighty one days because I think that's what it was since scoring in Serie A. The opponent, op- opposing teams will still have problems dealing with him. He is that player that when when he's playing for Roma, he gives them an advantage just by being there, just by having that threat, that sense of threat. You know, it, it's it, it's like that. It's in it's in like in 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 the NBA. You have Clay Thompson, and maybe he's not firing on all cylinders, but opposing teams know that he's out there. That he's roaming, that he's causing can cause problems, that he can go on a run. And Zaniola is the same. 
you know, he can seem invisible, and then he hits the opponent with with his pace, with his strength, and uh, and that's sometimes all you need to make a difference. Now, those their faults, Abraham's and Zaniolo's, become more evident because the team is not scoring, right? So obviously that comes that comes up. Last season, maybe we we were we were also nicer to Abraham. It was his first season. Um, at this point in time, he had the same number of goals, you know. Uh, mm. which which sounds very weird but the difference was that this team had scored um like five more goals uh this time of last season five or six more goals so that will make a difference in the fans perception in the media's perception and ultimately that makes a difference on how the players feel and go about it because last season Tammy may have had only two goals but he his way of carrying himself of his body language was different it was of a player who is is believes it will come his way he's not rushing it he's not panicking he believes it'll come his way now this time around we have a player who is constantly putting his hands in his hair and, you know, trying to 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 understand what the hell's not working. Why is it not working? Why is it not working? It was supposed to be working. I I spent my summer in Los Angeles. I did everything leading up to the preseason. Everything was great. Uh, we won a trophy. I know the manager. I know what he wants from me. What's going on? Why is it not working? And and you can clearly see that he's asking himself those questions on the pitch which sometimes can be a problem. Uh, the, 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 to me, it's as long as the team functions, as long as the team gets the results, as long as the team, through suffering, through you know, just having these hard-fought battles where uh, it's nothing comes easy, you know, quoting the great uh, Zaza Pachulia, nothing easy. Um, <laughs> you, have to, you, 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 you have to keep playing them. Because uh, at, these are your players; these are your main guys. Abraham is one of the highest paid players in 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 the team. Zaniolo is supposed to be one of the highest paid players in the team. He's supposed to because he, he's in talks to renew. But the, the, that's their status. So it's not like you can just you know forget about them and put them in a in a, in a drawer and say, okay, you know what, we're good. We're gonna rely on Shomurodov. No, that's not how it works. So. Um, you have to keep playing them. I don't care what anybody else says, but the 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 important thing is that both players remember that teams team comes first before them. So even if they're having trouble scoring, at least the performance has to be there. Thankfully, last night it was, despite big misses, despite difficult moments, despite Zaniolo walking off with a with an injury. You can you can look at that match and say okay, but they really did everything they could. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I, I completely agree. Um, very quickly, we will take a quick break and we will be right back. All right. A very quick word from today's sponsor, Zencaster. You have heard me talk about them several times already, but. If you are looking for the all-in-one and very best platform to create all of your podcast or video content, they are the go-to solution. Andy and myself, we are constantly in different countries, traveling, on the go. He's backpacking and gosh knows where. I'm flying to some uh, desolate place, getting stuck in Switzerland when I'm supposed to be in Albania. But we're still able to podcast. Thanks to Zencaster. If you go to Zencaster, 
roma.com slash pricing and use code Roma Press. You'll get 30% off your first three months of Zencaster Professional. What that gets you is the ability to create high quality studio recordings, 1080p video, and again, the ability to remotely podcast no matter where you are. Again, Zencaster.com slash pricing. We want you to have the same easy experience that Andy and myself have had since we've been on the Zencaster platform. Again, go to Zencaster.com slash pricing and use code Roma Press. You'll get 30% off your first three months of Zencaster Professional. All right. So to end this year, I'm going to do like another, not a rant, but I'm going to complain again because I made the mistake once more, Bubble TV, um, as well as keeping the zone on. Um, I, I could have sworn once uh, Sky Sport lost the rights to Serie A for Italian television. I always thought to myself, there, thank goodness, it, there's no way it could be worse than Sky Sport. But then the zone, uh, somehow, amazingly, they have, uh, they have, uh, taken things to an entirely new, worryingly terrible level. Some of the conversation I heard post-match of Roma, Verona, made me ill, physically ill. I was literally vomiting, and it didn't have anything to do with looking at that dreadful stadium. Um, Andy, again, the way... And, and I don't... Let me just preface this. I, I understand that this is probably very immature of me, Um it shouldn't bother me, but it does bother me. So tough. Roma are how many points behind Napoli? And I understand that they had just lost to Napoli one weekend ago. How, how many points are they behind? Seven, right? In the sitting on table? Okay. You would think, again, the way these two teams are discussed, you have one at the very bottom fighting against uh, being sent down to Serie B. They'll be facing next season, uh, I don't know, Cittadella or something, okay? And then on the other hand, you have the best team in Europe that is uh, about to win Champions League, Scudetto, maybe even win the, the triple, okay? That is how I view the gap in the way these two clubs and teams are discussed. And yet, and yet, the gap between them really is not all that large, and then beyond that, too, yes, being seven from Napoli, I find to be, frankly, at this point, nothing short of miraculous. But how many behind are they of uh, Atalanta? Two. Two. They are two points off of second place. And even with some of the own supporters, man, like we had people in the group chat yesterday again. It is usually the doom and gloom in there, so I've come to expect it. But, uh, you know, like 85th minute before Valpato finds it back off the net, I, I mean, you would have thought that Roma... It's relegation. Yeah, it's relegation. It, re it really is. <laughs> it's incredible sometimes, man. Um, <laughs> but it is, yeah. I think I think that... But it's also... I think that this, this, um, this particular Roma gives you that sense. I think that the the way they play and the way well, they have... oh, so that's it then it's the way they play you just said it, 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 it that has to be it yeah there, because there Napoli is... are playing this free flowing football and no, the, Roma are winning it at the death is uh, that it of, it's of that course. simple 
of course, of course, that that and and um, I mean, you have a game where, uh, mind you, where Roma completely annihilate all of Napoli's offensive options. They make Lucfara like Iturbe, and uh, but they come out of that game with a loss and with the general consensus that they sucked because they had nothing to give as a team going forward and. That's it. That's that's the general consensus that a team like that shouldn't win by by default. So whenever Roma win, whenever they have these men, and mind you, look at how everything comes difficult Roma's way. It comes, it 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 happens. They make things happen, but it's difficult. Everything is grinding out, and it seems like the opponent. I mean, if you take yesterday's goal. Nobody, I assure you, not even Verona, now know how they had the lead in the first place. Nobody. Roma defenders, nobody. Rui Patricio, nobody knows how that goal came about. Same goes for for uh, Real Betis, the winner, the the header. Nobody, Real Betis still don't know to this day how they got out of Stadio Olimpico with a win in their hands at at the death. They have no idea. And, and that's been the, the thing with Roma. It's like you look at those games, you look at a 4-0 loss to Udinese, and you don't know really how that came about. Um, I'm not saying that uh, the team doesn't have its faults and uh, the team uh, hasn't made mistakes, but it's been a very bizarre mix of of bad luck, very strange circumstances, um, opponents really making. I mean, if you if that goal by Helsinki is validated. Uh, what in the world? When is that player ever again going to have that magnificent? Right. You know, I mean, right. it, it's those things. It's where wrong, it, the the perception, the criticism, the negativity comes from the fact that Roma make everything squeaky bomb time. Yeah, they make everything difficult. You think about yeah. exactly. You think yeah. about Atalanta. We had what twenty three go twenty three shots. They had one. And they make it work. They also yes. don't know how they scored that. They don't know how they won that game, but they did. And and so when you're watching it, you're thinking to yourself, man, look at this team. They're sweating. They're all over the place. They're getting injured. Spinazzola now is injured. He's coming back in January. He's, they're losing players left and right. It just in order to stay alive and get three points against Hellas Verona of all teams. But for Hellas... They just need to have a random header out of nowhere by Davidovic, who he himself has no idea what heading the ball. He could try that into twenty thousand more times. No idea. And it will never go in. No idea. He has no idea. So you, it, the, 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 the whole idea becomes okay. Roma just everything comes difficult their way, but the opponent. He makes it look easy, and that's frustrating. And ultimately, that also takes out the fun, I guess, in how you view the team because you're constantly sitting and you're getting hemorrhoids and you're just sweating and you're stressing out. And there is not even a, a night. I mean, you look at that. You you want to have a nice evening, watch this team beat the crap out of Verona. You think to yourself, okay, now they're down to ten men. It's gonna be easy peasy, lemon squeezy. No, it's no, it's not. It's <laughs> it's it's hard. It's difficult. It still is. It always is. And so there is no fun. The the everybody's missing goals left and right. 
and uh, so ultimately when you're when you're on Bobo TV or where you even are a Roma supporter on the couch you think to yourself well man who's who's making me do this you know who's making me watch this stuff like you know I I could as well just w- look at the result at the end of the game and I'll I'll get as much fun out of it as if I was watching the game right, right? because right, there's so right, much right. suffering involved uh, that you don't it's not it's not a straightforward napoli they go in boom boom th- and within 7 minutes they're 2-0 two, two up easy they they the, the, the end of the game right there and then no with roma it's grinding everything out till the very last second oh okay well we will leave it there um i i i don't know why i allow it to to get on my nerves Again, very, uh, very immature of me, but it, it, it just bothers me. But I do have to say, I know all of us are just stunned in the manner at which Roma missed goals, uh, you know, Team XG. That's basically who they are. I have to tell you, though, it is almost as equally impressive some of the goals they can see. Andy, Goals against guys who will never in their careers be able to replicate a goal scored against Roma. It it is just stunning to me. I get just as amazed as Tammy Abraham missing that that open goal as I do from, as you just said, Helsinki, this guy scoring an absolute rocket from what seemed like 75 yards out and Roma being bailed out. Yeah, but um, in the Roma universe, it makes sense. You think there's a, oh, of course. Yeah, okay, he scores that. Sure. Right, and who's this right. guy? What's his resume? Oh, yeah, all right. Okay, he's from Tajikistan. He played in Uzbekistan, and now he's in Finland. <laughs> okay, de- great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes yeah, sense. national teammates with Shomuradov. Uh, makes sense. Bl- bl- 43 bl- years old? Yeah, okay, sure. What else? Yeah, part-time electrician. Yeah, That's fine. Sense. It uh, makes, completely, fits the profile. I, yeah. yeah. 1,000%. Okay, everyone. We will be back uh, later in the week. We, we're going to come back after uh, Luda Godet, so we'll be back on Friday. I, I just, please, straightforward, as Andy just said, for the first time, Roma, just please. I, I, a, a Thursday evening that is calm, painless, collected, painless, painless. painless. Yes, that that's is it. That's all I ask. Uh, so we will chat with you in a few days. Until then, ciao. Ciao. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.